Welcome to the Rocky and Meisty Show. We're live here in the same location. It's been quite a while. Meisty, how are you? It's been, it, I'm really good. It's it, unbelievable that we're here. I know. We're together. In it's person. been a long time. It's, it's been a long time. It's been a very long time. The technology of using over the phone, and it's just, it has been a little shaky. We apologize. But hopefully in person, the technology will be much improved. Um, so we're here together. We're in the same location, hopefully for this podcast mm-hmm. and the next podcast. Before we get started, I just want to tell you guys to subscribe on your your preferred platform. You can follow us on Twitter, Instagram, at Rocky and Meisty, all that great stuff. You can now text us, which actually Meisty did a great job on Friday. I'm sorry I didn't lead with that, Meisty. Nothing against you personally. I know when I'm not leading the podcast, I might not. But you did a great job on Friday um, being um, leading the podcast with Yehuda Abaddon, wonderful guest. That was a great show. If you guys didn't listen to that, it was a Fantasy Football Week 4 preview. It was very nice. So that was a very nice show. Mice did a great job there. It was a, you know, it was literally wrapped up everything from Fantasy Football from top to bottom. And I mentioned at the end of that podcast that uh, we brought the text line back. So you can text us. You can WhatsApp us. The number is 810-990-6162, similar to our previous line. That's 810-990-6162. We tried to retrieve a number that would be uh, easy to remember. And text us, what's us up, WhatsApp, what's, WhatsApp us with any of your questions, concerns, suggestions, anything that you might want. Anyway, also joining us today is our NFL expert, Bob. Woo! Last time, if you recall, we actually tried to do a sound effect for Bob. Uh, uh, applaud sound effect plus. And it was the biggest, <laughs> the big, it's biggest it fail of, of all time. It was one of our first podcasts. It was one of our first podcasts, you recall. You can um, you can go ahead and you check that out. That was one of our... What? You said you need landlin. You can't do a We need a landlin. Exactly. Yeah, remember. Exactly. We all remember that. So we do it. We, we turn to our own applaud today. Welcome to the show, Bob. Thank you. Thank you. It's great to have you. Um, the the very the vast knowledge that you have on the sport of football, um, yes. so you could definitely shed light on yes, on I, certain topics on the, you know topics maybe we're we're ignorant on maybe you could fill the voids which a little, is many. which is many. So there's no question about <laughs> Not that. Not just you know? football, just in general. Yes, yeah, in general, of in course, general. you know, no question about that. Ignorant people we are. Um, so let's get started. Thursday Night Football last week. So we're going to run through some week four games. We're going to talk about the fantasy side of things. We're going to talk about the real life side of things. More importantly, fantasy for most of you. So <laughs> let's get started. Broncos-Jets Thursday night. Exciting game. Brett Rippon in for the Broncos. I mean, Brett Rippon actually put up a good performance on Thursday on Thursday night. He was one of the most accurate quarterbacks of the week. No arm strength whatsoever. Bad decision making. But a convincing performance from Brett Rippon actually gave the Broncos a victory. Put up 37 points against the Jets. Um, Darnold didn't look great on the opposition. I don't know. What do you think, Meisty? Are we giving up on Darnold? Yeah, I mean, Joe Flacco's not the answer, though. So <laughs> saying, I mean, they're definitely looking to go somewhere in the draft. And they're definitely the question is who they're going to get in the draft. Um, if they go up in 16, they might be able to... You know, get that number one pick and get Trevor Lawrence, which that would be golden for any team who gets him. But you still, any quarterback, even Joe Burrow, you have to protect him. So Sam Darnold might not be that bad of a quarterback. He's talented. He's definitely shown his talent. If they protect him and give him more time, get him the right receivers, there's definitely a future, but it's still the Jets and they, they never seem to figure it out. And I want to get your opinion on this, Bob. I, 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 most these, they're certainly onto something and they were speculating about this. Is it just like the system and the supporting cast and Sam Darnold needs a new, needs a new, just a new environment, or is just Sam Darnold just a lost cause? What what is his his play is his poor play is a product of what? What would you say? Um, I hold like someone was telling me, Naftali was telling me that what's gone, that oh that ninety percent of, of of quarterback development has to do with with the situation they put in. 
That is total BS. It's not even functional. Like, yeah, yeah. If you want to look at, like, oh, say, this team's 0-4, you want to say, like, oh, this team's 0-4, but really the quarterback's playing well and the surrounding cast, like, let's say Deshaun Watson, I don't know if Deshaun's playing well. Let's say Deshaun Watson's playing well, but the Texans are a disaster, right? Don't tell me that a guy's not accurate because of his thing. Like, don't tell me Baker Mayfield is a disaster because of the Browns. There's no, no way to explain how suddenly he comes from Oklahoma hitting every target and now he can't hit a target. How how situations to explain that? So yeah, Sam Darnold's been an absolute disaster. Is he a total bust? I mean, probably. Is is there a chance he can turn around? Yeah, I mean, I guess he he theoretically he was the same the same person who he was, but yeah, he probably just sucks. Well, I no, I don't think it's so much about his performance. There's no question he's not performed at a high level. That's not the question. The question yeah. is, can is there a coaching staff? And this, this is just a theory that can bring his talent out. Maybe. I, I don't. That's think, what I would say. I, that I, is more I would conducive say that, to his success. Well, yeah, I mean, if you have the greatest team ever, it's more conducive. No, but. that is more conducive to bringing out the talent, because we know he's a talented player. He showed sparks throughout the years. But so he's I just think... at an extremely inconsistent rate. So, that, so we know that the potential is there. The question is, is, there a, is it perhaps a team that can bring that out of Darnold? Right, I don't think any, the bringing out of Darnold will have anything to do with where he goes. It would just have to be, maybe he's really a good quarterback and just having a bad couple of years. Like, if he's taco good, like, he'll do it, he'll do it anywhere. It's nothing right. to do with the... I don't think the situation is what's going to bring it out. I think if Darnold... Is actually good, which he's not. Doesn't look like he is. If if Darnold is good, so then he'll just one year he'll just break out. Like I don't know. He's probably career journeyman. That's where he's looking to. Yeah, I mean, or he'll he's, just, or he'll just. I mean, he's, he's, he's a Kirk Cousins. He's, he's he's a, he'll, he'll be a he's gonna die. I don't know. Yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, backup. Instant death is probably gonna ensue for him. That's not that's Tyrod Taylor's hundred Well, that was an instant death. Somebody killed him. That was Justin Herbert hired to die. That's right. Justin Herbert. Justin Herbert. We'll get to him in a few minutes. But so the Broncos beat the Jets 37-28 on Thursday night football. We'll move on to Sunday's action. Cardinals versus the Panthers, another interesting young quarterback, Kyler oh, Murray. The, you should go quick some fantasy. Did I, did I miss? Oh, yes. Yeah. Oh, oh, fantasy. Oh, the whole important section Let's go. Game. Right, I forgot. Most of you are only here for fantasy either way. So, Broncos, Jets, even though we had a it's whole podcast. Really, I mean, I, I always avoid the Jets. I always avoid okay. the Broncos, usually. Okay. Um, but I know that there were a bunch of injuries from that game, again. Uh, not a bunch. Sam Darnold actually had an injury. He had a shoulder injury. It's something to look out for. But once again, like, who has Sam Darnold in fantasy? Right, but... Melvin Gordon, twenty three carries, one hundred seven, and a pair of touchdowns. I'm saying, with with what's gone, Melvin if, Gordon's the only one I have. <laughs> I'm saying, if what's gone's out, if uh, however long what's gone's out, um, what's the name? Who are we looking um, at? Philip Phil Lindsay. Lindsay. How Lindsay. long Lindsay's Lindsay. out? I'm saying, yeah. The only reason it's stopping Melvin Gordon from being a top ten pick in fantasy this year is because Philip Lindsay's not going to be a bell cow. But if he's a bell cow, then I'm saying, are you kidding me, Melvin Gordon? I'm saying. Back to top ten value right there. I'm saying not only that, literally, a bell cow is an understatement. I mean, the, the you know what the most targets. rush, the second most rushes on the team, the quarterback Brett Rippin with five rushes. Right, right. Wow. Royce Freeman, who's the backup running back, and I had three three carries. Yeah, so I mean, so, so, he, he had he had three targets too. Also, two, two grabs for eleven. Yeah, he had he had uh, how much he had over a hundred um, eighteen yards from scrimmage. I think. Well, the real question is so. when is Philip Lindsay returning? Because if I if you are a Melvin, if I'm a Melvin Gordon owner, or mm-hmm. if you're you know in fantasy. I'll be like, oh, who's who's looking for a running back? People are always looking for a running back, especially with all the injuries. So definitely able to be like, oh, let me um, trade trade Melvin Gordon and get something good. Like, oh, look at all his numbers. You know, you could you can talk him up and He's say all his numbers. And then when Philip Lindsay comes back, it's definitely going to be an interesting situation. And Philip Lindsay will get a lot more points, get a lot more action. Obviously, they're going to get Philip Lindsay back involved. Um, the question is, you know, when's his injury um, and when he returns? Yeah, hundred percent. Also, like, I just wanna, I just wanna, I. Cortland Sutton sucks. Can we just put that out there? Who? He doesn't have to play. He hasn't played since week two, but he sucks. I just, I uh, looking the mid tier, the mid round wide receivers. Like uh, I wrote this down when I was writing my article previewing of the year. 
Um, I was writing down the, the mid-tier receivers where I liked. Let me find them over here. It's, okay, Tyler Lockett, uh, Robert Woods, Will Fuller, Devontae Parker, Terry McLaurin, Hollywood Brown, A.J. Green, and D.J. Chark, right? Basically, just don't draft Cortland Sutton in the middle rounds and you were good, right? If you didn't draft Cortland Sutton, you were good. If you drafted Cortland Sutton, it's a disaster. Like, I know he tore his ACL, but I, I, I never understood. Why, why no, Cortland Sutton's not as good as Jerry Judy. He's not Jerry Judy's a good option this year. Judy's, From the beginning, I, I already thought, I mean, he's... I already thought he was going to be a good option to finish. He had 60 yards last week. Yeah. I think so. Yeah, Philip Lindsay good. expects 60 yards like every week to play in touchdown. week five yeah. after missing right. three games. So if Philip Lindsay returns, it definitely makes Melvin Gordon an interesting situation. Also, Le'Veon Bell died this year. Just Le'Veon Bell died. It's <laughs> my first time on the podcast, so I'd like to... I, I'm just talking about all the Expound things. Expound upon year things. On each, and each time I come in, especially yeah, when well, I get to Maybe that. we should make a two-hour podcast today. Let's move on. We could do a two-hour. Smoked his way maybe, we'll do, maybe, we'll do, maybe we'll do one now, and then one... Well, we have a couple days. Maybe on Thursday we'll also do another one with Bob, so... Do you know Do you know the spread of the Broncos-Jets game, what it was? Let me look if I have it here. I'm not sure I have this spread. Whatever, You guys will know at home, but basically... Yeah, I guess there's no, no real spread value either way. You had Brett Ripper versus Sam Darnold. There wasn't. I like, remember it was like oh, even. stupid I spread. Remember it was like a, at one point, whichever way you pick. I think it was a pick em at one point, but I want to say that's crazy. Okay. All right, well yeah, let's move good. on. We'll get yeah, that. We'll get that. Let's we'll, move we'll, on. We'll find now. Them. Maybe a little too much time spent on the Broncos versus Jets, but <laughs> Cardinals Panthers coming up. Way too much time. Um, Cardinals Panthers also not a very exciting game, I will say. Um, but man, the Panthers are, Panthers are one of those teams that really look towards the beginning of the season like they're going to be an utter disaster. One of the worst rosters in football, probably. But listen, they beat the Cardinals. You know, I'll give them credit where credits due. They beat the Cardinals, and what was the score in that game? Thirty-one twenty-one. 31-21. 31-21, They beat the Cardinals. Um, Kyle Murray, another inconsistent game. You know, showed some signs of promise the first two weeks of the season. The last couple weeks have been extremely inconsistent. He's not throwing the ball well over the middle of the field. He is using his legs well, which is something that we mentioned at the beginning of the season. We want the Cardinals to utilize his running game, right. which they failed to do last year. But they have been doing such this year. So he's showing signs of promise. He's still been doing that, just extremely inconsistent. We just need to see more consistency out of um, uh, out of Kyler Murray, don't you think? Yeah, I think it's very interesting that um, the past two weeks there's like a little bit of a slump, but also they're putting up numbers. Their defense looks very bad. Um, yeah. it's, it's just like the same situation is going on with Deshaun Watson, um, but they're in a little bit of a better situation. They haven't played as tough as a competition. Um, but... I think Kyler Murray is still a very good quarterback. He'll bounce back. Um, and last year we saw the same thing with Lamar Jackson. He lost two games early in the season, not back to back, but and not to two. I mean, one was to the Browns and one was to the Chiefs. But um, you know, if Kyler Murray can bounce back and still get the ball t- and throw the ball and use his legs more, he'll definitely have a much better year than he's been having the last two games. Can I play a tribute song right here? Sure. I don't know if the sound will work. But well, let's you, maybe you can put it on here while we discuss a little oh, okay. more about Kyler Murray. Yeah, go. Talk about Kyler Murray. Um, no, so I was I was just gonna say about Kyler Murray that I I do think again I I think he's gonna have a good career. I just think like I said, he has weaknesses in his game. He has to learn how to throw the ball over the middle of the field better. You know, he has to utilize his legs more. Although I don't know how much that is a result of Kyler Murray himself or the Cardinal game planning. I don't know what it is. But we certainly want to see more out of Kyle Murray. And on the Teddy Bridgewater side of things, he was up and down. But he led the Panthers to victory this week. Uh, put up 31 points. I, honestly, I thought the Panthers had one of the worst rosters in football coming into the season. And now they're 2-2. Two and two, You know, at least they're winning a couple games. And the Cardinals, I thought, were going to be a much better team than a lot. I think you even had a, a bold prediction about them before the season. Right? About Kyle Murray, maybe. That you uh, said he would be, uh, be candidate. Yeah, I said but, but, be Which candidate. is a good, bold prediction. But, you know, I, I think that th- these are two teams that maybe are... 
aren't playing exactly as we expected them so far. But um, I think the Panthers just still won't perform at such a high level this year. The Cardinals will probably be a little better. But but now with the, the way the Seahawks are looking, they have no chance. I don't think they have any chance at the division, and probably not the playoffs either. Yes, we wanted to play tribute song. Um, yeah, I just want everyone to at home to just make sure they're sitting down. You know, what I'm saying this is it's gonna be tough news for everybody out there. But um, yeah. Right. Uh, <clears throat> I regret to inform you. Uh, this is loud in front of there. It, 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 time has come. I guess this is more like when death is incoming. <laughs> Guys, Kenya Drake is dead. <laughs> it's over. The dream of the Cardinals about Cal is over. Kenny Drake is done. There's no purpose. You want to give the eulogy? It was great while it lasted. It regrets me to inform you. It regrets us to inform the Rocky and my Steve Show audience. Kenyon Drake <laughs> has no seen his demise. Ken God, as <laughs> properly named back in adult ways, is. No, I, I, I do want to say. <laughs> it's over. His notes, life is over. That's it. That's how my notes start exactly. Kenyon Drake has, has busted back to back bust matchups. I, I, there's a tear in my eye. If, I, if you go. <laughs> the biggest bust, if you look at it in my um in my my guy section, is definitely Kenyon Drake. <laughs> it's over. The dream Kyle is Kyler Murray is definitely the best running back on that team. Back to back years, back to back years, Kingsbury has just murdered me. Whether it's whether it's with David Johnson or Kyler Murray, he just he, he doesn't want to do what he gave us in college, which is just the bell cow of the century. Like if you have if you have him like running routes like Kingsbury running back in college, and you have him just like catching seven eight balls a game, and and you're either David Johnson or Kenyon Drake, you're supposed to be, he should have been a top five player in fantasy. He should have produced top five running backs in fantasy back back years, and we haven't had a single ounce of usable production since like week six of last year. David Johnson, it's but a but at least the, the as I mentioned, at least the Cardinals rushing game has seen production out of Kyler Murray, which she they didn't so much last year. She wanted a roommate who could help with the cooking, but she okay. wanted oh, help. Yes. That was so entertaining. <laughs> um, I, no, I do want to say though that the Panthers' third-string running back um, Reggie Bonifin, he was you know he went for, he's involved now. I think thirty or 40, 39 or forty percent more from last week. He was only thirteen percent more involved in the game. Um, so that's definitely if you're like Mike Davis, DFS, Mike Davis in general. I'm saying that's definitely a, a worrisome that less production for Mike Davis. Hopefully Kendrick could actually like physically die, so at least Chase Edmonds could do something. But like, oh uh, don't don't get us arrested. I, I think the only there's only two worthy starts on the Cardinals right now. It's it's Kyler Murray and DeAndre Hopkins. Yeah, and you're right. Uh, this is yeah, this Christian is Kirk. it's a painful and part. Yeah, Christian if, Kirk and they're Kirk's all done. They're all and, nothing. And, you know, yeah, it's probably they're not all doing it. anything. The, the only, what's Fitz doing this year? You know? I, I, just, <laughs> I just I just wanna I just wanna like I, yeah I'm gonna be bragging a lot here, so I'm gonna have to take one that when, when I did when I did do something wrong, I have to take it on the chin. So <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, but. Uh, okay, I, I think I think I don't think there's anything wrong with the thought process behind Drake. Like I, I wrote up my thing about Kenyon Drake. I was writing basically. There's nothing to do with Kenyon Drake when I wrote him up as, as my second round guy. It was nothing to do with Kenyon Drake. I love Miles Sanders and Clyde Edwards Elair, which I actually, if if I want to take a victory lap, I'll take a victory lap right now because I had them when they were like Elair was going in the beginning of the third and the second, and Miles Sanders mid second. By the end of the summer, Elair and Sanders both top ten picks. Elair being a, the fifth overall pick in fantasy, like. So obviously I fell off on Elair and Sanders. If you look at my early mock draft, it was like Camara and then Elair Sanders. You start off just 
those teams are unbelievable. But later on in the season, when that stuff changed, but Kenyon Drake like was in a walking boot for like a couple weeks before the season, so everyone he dropped like thirty something overall, which doesn't make it even now. Like he could still provide like there's a chance he'll be he'll, he'll um, return value at like the thirty third overall pick. It's not like it's a totally dead in that aspect, but the chance of him being a top five player in fantasy. That's dead. He's not running any routes. Chase Edmonds is getting all the targets. Even when he is fully there, Kendrick, they say, look injured. He, his workload might get crushed. Yeah, he's dead. But good news back to the other side. Robbie don't Anderson. He, had, he don't think he had any targets this week. Okay. Yeah. It's, he uh, has, like, targets, he has, like, yeah. legit, like... He was just like a 7% target yeah, share. Rob, I was going to mention Robbie Anderson. Yeah, he back oh back to life this week. Oh, my God, my boy. I, I'm saying, I, I don't know if I ever mentioned him on the podcast before, but if we're talking about my favorite players in the history of the NFL, Robbie Anderson is definitely <laughs> up there. I'm sure Robbie Anderson. Next week, it'll be, it'll be something else. <laughs> oh my No, Robbie Anderson, I've been obsessed with. For, I love yeah, Robbie yeah, Anderson. Oh, my God. Like, like... If Robbie Anderson was like in any other situation, I would have been absolutely obsessed with him for fantasy. Like I was obviously, I should have been obsessed with him. Like I look at earlier mocks, I saw I had Robbie Anderson a couple early mocks early in the season when I was just like, oh, I draft players who I like. So I guess yeah, Robbie Anderson, I would have drafted in a couple leagues, but but yeah, I, I definitely didn't have enough enough coverage over Robbie Anderson the way he's going. He's going off Robbie Anderson. He's better, way better than DJ Moore. Yeah, he got eleven targets this week, eight catches for ninety nine yards. So Kenyon Drake is questionable going into next week, or I don't know if they have, if they have the buy, but wait, the Cardinals should uh, wait, wait. Bye. That, that, that <laughs> After death, makes you questionable. Yeah, that, that's no. all you get. They're playing the Jets also. next week. They're playing the Jets next week. Oh well, the Jets. Well, that's both a good backfields and dead. You know, dead Le'Veon Bell and dead Kenyon Drake. That, we already mentioned the Afro mentioned dead players. Yeah, there's been a lot of players died this year in the NFL. Probably COVID related. <laughs> I was like, why? Why this year have people been dying more, like actual deaths more than yeah. more than regular? But yeah. Um, okay, let's move on to the Bengals and the Jaguars. This was actually a more intriguing game than I think a lot of people thought. Bengals got their first win okay. of the season. I'm very prepared. I, have, I definitely have this. Bang- yeah, I definitely have this pulled. Definitely not Joe Burrow to the NFL. His Joe first Burrow. career. I tell you what, in the last two weeks, the Bengals have not lost a game. Yeah, but do you know what? How about Joe that Burrow? One? Joe Burrow has a record over Lamar Jackson. He has his tie faster than Lamar Jackson. Can you imagine? Oh, yeah. His first tie came in his third week of the season. Lamar Jackson is a two, two, his third season. He still hasn't had a tie. Wow, look at that. He has one thing over Lamar Jackson. Good point, Meisty. Wow, your insight yeah. is well-founded. <laughs> so, Joe Burrow, great performance. Put up a great game, Joe Burrow. Um, uh, Bob looks very much prepared for this oh, one. Oh, I'm, I'm excited for this game. Um, the offensive line of the Bengals continues to struggle. And I don't mm-hmm. think that's going to get any better. First of all, the Bengals as a whole are not a very good team. The fact that Joe Burrow was able to lead this team to victory against the Jaguars team that's not great either, but much better than the Bengals, was very impressive. Um, it, was, it was a good performance by Burrow. I don't know. What do you think? Well, first of all, like, should we do like a... I mean, I said howl today, but dumb to him, obviously, already. But should we do some type of like ritual, like slaughter some animal or something for Gardner <laughs> Minshew? <laughs> Like we gotta do something, no? If you can't speak of Garner Minshew in the holy name of Minshew without well, doing something, we'll get to the Jaguar side of things after. Oh, he's at, well, first the, Bengals. The, yeah, first of all, we're we focus fight. on yeah. Burrow and the Bengals. Let's roll, let's roll back the yeah, just, so just the just, ritual slaughters. He, he's he, listen, okay. Burrow's behind the very bad offensive line. He's taking a lot of hits, but he's still hanging in the pocket, making good throws, and he's still showing a lot of strides. And I don't know, he's been, he's been impressing me personally. Yeah, I, I, in my my the aforementioned uh, article that I keep on referring. Um, when my not in my I had my picks like for over unders and then I had my section where it's like guys who I think teams who I think were retardedly like ranked if you look at the over unders like how they're ranked like I I don't know how confident I was to say that the Jaguars are gonna win enough games to be able to to bet on the Jaguars getting five six wins because that's just ridiculous but a- every team when it comes to over under the bad teams are always overvalued just because 
just because I have no idea why the over unders for the low teams are always end up by the end of the summer are always like much lower than they start. They always start around like five. So I wasn't definitely wasn't betting on the Jaguars or Bengals, but Jaguars, Bengals, Redskins, like these teams didn't make any sense how they were considered the worst teams in football. I'm saying uh, the Bengals, <laughs> Joe Burrow, AJ Green. That, 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 that those two words are enough to make you make you at least like have a chance to get eight nine wins and definitely not be the worst team in football. Jaguars also the the power. Okay, well we we, we could we could praise the Lord. No, no, second, no, you can still talk about before, the Jaguars. Before we praise the Lord. Yeah. No, 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 because that's gonna be his own his own oh. section. We're gonna have to. No, no, no I have to take a mental break. For, I think for, the big, for think, right? <laughs> <laughs> they, uh, I, I think we're gonna have to say Carbonus. No, I think that before the, the the problem with the Bengals is that the reason that they were so uh, before the season number one they have the question mark of a, of a, a rookie. Sure. So that's a big question mark. Number two, their offensive line is atrocious, and their defense is not very good either. So, okay, even if Joe Burrow does have a good performance, generally a rookie quarterback coming in, even playing well, is still not necessarily good enough to give you a winning record. That's very rare. Yeah, but right? an average quarterback, Especially, but an average quarterback, if you have an average quarterback, you're not going to be the worst team in football. It's that simple, right? Right. That's, so, fair enough. So do you think the greatest prospect of all time doesn't have a chance to be an average quarterback? No, you're absolutely right. And no. taking account that you have A.J. Green, Tyler Boyd, I'm saying, and John Ross, he's, he has, Boyd's been pulling through this throat. year. And I'm saying, yes, A.J. Green is another, looks like, victim of the COVID-19 virus um, with the deaths going on in the NFL this year. He, <laughs> he hasn't done anything. He's getting targeted. like he, he is, like, top 15 target share. Like, for fantasy purposes, he's getting the top 15. Like, when it comes – top 15 in the high NFL when it comes to, to expected fantasy points. But he just hasn't done anything with it. The guy's getting red zone targets. receptions the whole year. That's crazy. Yeah, the guy's getting red zone targets. He's getting targets. He's getting – like, oh. Joe Burrow is just feeding A.J. Green like he's the old A.J. Green. A.J. Green's doing nothing. Like – so, yeah, I guess age has hit him, I mean, probably, or maybe it's just a inefficiency span, and we'll get we'll get one of the better players in fantasy down the stretch, but, yeah, the for fantasy side of age, Green's been a disaster, real life side of age, Green's been a disaster, but Joe Burrow's, Joe Burrow's too good of a quarterback to be leading the worst team in football. Like, I, I don't understand why we're talking about the Bengals and Jaguars, two worst teams in football heading into the year. B- Bengals are going to have to invest in their offensive line. That's the bottom line. They're going to have to invest in a tackle, they're going to have to invest in the offensive line, they're going to have to draft players in the c- upcoming draft, and mm-hmm. that, that should be their priority. I don't think there's any question about it. What about the secondary? They're going to have to invest in that as well. But I think the offensive line should be the priority right now. I mean, Joe Burrow is literally running around for, running for his life. Yeah, but I'll, I'll just invest in the corners. If I have Joe Burrow and some good corners, I, I don't care if he has to. I don't care if he gets tackled the first time he the ball snapped. They'll, they'll still win eight nine games. Perhaps, but will they win ten eleven and put them over the top? You know that with a good. Hey, Joe Burrow's not yeah. not like Lamar Jackson. Deshaun Watson is going to create his own protection. He's not that mobile. He's athletic enough. He's, athle- he's athletic enough. He's, but so he's more excellent, by the way. Right, exactly. I would okay. say he's so more Aaron Rodgers. He's, he's more in the Baker right. Mayfield. All guys, all, all he's them. in a Baker Mayfield Aaron right. Rodgers tier. Athletic. But he's not. I'm saying they're not Brady. He's not unathletic. That's, they're they're he, athletic right. people. You're absolutely right. He's an athletic. If, if you have Joe Burrow, yeah, but if you have Joe Burrow on good corners, yeah, you're going to Super Bowl. Jackson, that's Lamar Jackson literally creates it. He doesn't. He doesn't need alignment to create a block. He figures out a way to always get around the guy. Yeah. Mobile mobile quarterbacks can essentially create their own offensive line. They can improve their offensive line play. Right? I don't think Joe Mur. I think Joe Mur could, to a certain extent, do that. But I don't think he's he's mobile enough. You know what I'm saying? I don't think he's mobile enough. We're behind that offensive line. Every single player on that offensive line. Okay. And he's graded below fifty. I guess. I guess the point I'm just trying to make is that I don't really care if your offensive line is terrible. If you have Joe Burrow, um, Joe Burrow, AJ Green, Tyler Boyd in good corners, you have a chance to win a Super Bowl already. I'm saying. Something. Maybe he holds the ball for two point six four seconds. So you seconds. think the secondary should be the priority? Huh? Who? No, Burrow? I, well, I think that's as always, receivers should be the priority. Especially receivers should be the priority in every team, basically. Right, that's true. He receivers and receivers in the corners should be the priority of every team. Is if you if you have a quarterback, I'm saying. 
teams of quarterbacks. Even like, for even like even the, for like the let's Jaguars say, and Bengals teams of quarterbacks. Even for let's say a player like Tom Brady, you still think that the priority should be uh, overall offensive line? It should be uh, cornerbacks. Yeah, really? receivers. Let's say he doesn't. Let, it's a bad example. Let's say it's a guy like Tom Brady, and he doesn't get the ball. Meaning, athletic athleticism wise, he's like Tom Brady, but he doesn't get the ball out as quick as Tom Brady does. So, an offensive line is imperative to his success. There's not many quarterbacks. Offensive line imperative. If you're if if an offensive line is imperative to your success, the problem is you're not a good quarterback. It means you're not accurate underneath, and you're just trying to throw the ball deep, and you're yeah. not a good quarterback. Wait a second. So this is this whole new. I never. I never. This realm of you don't think offensive line is as important as people think it is. I mean, I think it's after cornerbacks and and wide receivers, and maybe even like tight pass catching tight ends. Then yeah, mm-hmm. then we're talking to them, but. Or guys who could cover tight ends. Basically, the only thing that matters in the NFL is, is, is guys who can throw the football and guys who can receive the football or the, the opposite, guys who could stop the receiving of the football. There's the only thing that really matters in the NFL. All the other stuff is more like luxuries. Yeah, I mean, if you have a running back, it changes the game. Not really. I mean, not 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 really. Not at all. Like I'm saying, you're telling me the pan- I'm saying, look at the Panthers this year. I think you're joking. <laughs> what? He's completely BSing you. No, oh, okay. 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 Clearly, clearly, uh, running back. Subway servers. Clearly, running back. But I'm not on this, this podcast often, so I don't really care. But. You, I, I'm trying to expose the shame that this podcast is. <laughs> no, no, you, you, you didn't pick up because you don't, you don't that's, know. That, that, that's my goal today. You don't know our sarcasm. No, the truth is. The motto of this podcast is running game is everything. You should no, know that. No, the truth is. That's the motto. Oh, oh, yeah. <laughs> you guys, what's going on? You guys are train, of course. How did I say something so stupid? Is this being recorded? Of course, Christian McCaffrey going down is taking the Panthers from Super Bowl contenders. What do you mean? Look at the Giants versus Quan Barkley. They're 0-4. Look how great they're doing. No, the truth is to support your point. And of course, the Saints and Cowboys are the two front leaders in the NFC, right? Because they have Elliott and Kamara. Yeah. Exactly, 100%. That's no, exactly. No, that wasn't even a statement. That was, I guess it sounded a little bit. I mean, it wasn't a question. It sounded like a question. Yeah, it was a statement. The two, no, the truth is the best that. Teams in the, NFC. the truth is that Adrian Peterson is the. Is well, I mean, the besides the Packers, obviously, because they have Robert Tanya. Aaron Jones, what are you talking about? Oh, Robert Tanya. Yeah. <laughs> well, we'll get to Robert Tanya. Definitely the storyline of last night. Oh, boy, so, but we still haven't. We still haven't. Praise, Gardner praise the Lord. Yes, yes, no. I don't know. What, what, are we talking about? Okay, today? fine. No, how so, much are we spending? How much are we spending today? Ten grand by a cow? I don't know how much cows cost. Well, it dep- I think the value of cows fluctuate depending on the location. <laughs> <laughs> depending on how, how much you have to praise Gardner Mitchell. <laughs> <laughs> say cows are in much more demand. In, 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 in uh, what, what do they call it? Um, what's that city that the Jaguars play in? Not Jacksonville. Duval. What do they call it? Duval. In Duval, the price of a cow <laughs> might be rocketing is... today. Right, 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 right. Oh, my God. I Duval mean, County. unbelievable. My favorite stat in the world... Obviously, who who scrambled for the most yards in the NFL last year, right? It's That's obviously it. Lamar Jackson, right? No, it's Gardner Minshew. No, it's obviously Lamar. It's got to be Lamar Jackson. L- Lamar. Fastest quarterback in football, it's got to be Lamar I'm Jackson. Saying he's, I'm saying, who in the world is going to have more scrambling yards than Lamar Jackson? No. I'm saying, it's, po- it's possible. He's it's for possible. sure top two Lamar, right? That, that, for that sure, no question. Incorrect. Gardner Minshew's the best. <laughs> I, remember, he's I the, didn't see that coming. I did not see that coming, did you? Gardner Minshew had the most scrambling yards in the entire NFL last year. I heard How in the stat. world was he like QB 22 heading into the season? Like, what? How is he being drafted as a QB twenty two? He was legit a mid tier. Uh, uh, what's gone? He should be like a mid tier QB one. Okay, that's a, that's, that's a little aggressive. Aggressive. He should have been drafted a QB like twelve, QB thirteen. Okay, he, he, albeit he's tank proof, but I, I don't, I, I, I don't, I don't think he's been playing that great this year. I, I really don't. <laughs> he's oh, fucked up. <laughs> that's it. We lost Bob. All right. <laughs> 
It's insulting Gardner Minshew is like insulting Bob's personality. (laughs) (laughs) The very being. (laughs) Did did everybody see his his interview on Corona? Where we got a false positive? It was the greatest line in the history of the world. He told, he told basically, basically he had a, he had a false positive, and he's like, oh, "What's going?" They're like, um, "Oh, garbage." What do you have to say about the false positive? Whatever. He's like, "The the virus took one good look at me, turned the other way." Uh, <laughs> he's great, like, "Quit for right. business or something." <laughs> <laughs> like, smart decision by COVID. You know what I'm saying? Turn the other way. You're, you're not getting Minshew today. So, uh, do we have anything else on Gardner Minshew except for the uh, sacrifice that we're gonna? Bring? Um, yeah, but a negative game, positive slash negative game. So, sure, we want to look at it. Meaning, the, the the Jaguars are gonna be terrible football teams here. They have no roster, so you know, chart to Minshew is great game script. I mean, he could scramble. Like, how in the world is Gardner Minshew not considered a usable starting quarterback in fantasy? But why didn't he play so well? Even though he had good protection, only thirteen pressures this week, and he still. Why? Did, who says he didn't play so well? Uh, he was very up and down, inconsistent. That's <laughs> you think he had a great game? Yeah, I mean, he he was the greatest player in this NFL. I can't, you know what? I can't argue <laughs> with this logic. This logic is too much for me. It's I'm like, saying there's two it, things. It, it, it's like a, a block, boom, the wall's there. That's it. I I I'm stuck. I'm stuck here. I can't Let argue with the logic. Question. Did Best he shave before year? the game? <laughs> did he shave before the game? I I, I do not know said information. I'm not aware. I'm assuming he did not, right? I'm assuming probably not. So I don't need to know any other information to know that he was the best player on the field. I think we should move on to Browns-Cowboys before Bob gets too excited. So Browns-Cowboys. Browns went out to a 41-14 lead. They hung on. Although the Cowboys made a, a bit of a comeback at the end. The Cowboys defense needs Gardner Minshew, by the way. That's they, what they need. They, they, need, they, they, need, they need a million Gardner Minshew. They need 11 Gardner Minshews. But well, no, one will do. <laughs> You don't need anything more than one Gardner Minshew. The Cowboys yeah. defense, we're going to get to the Cowboys defense. That's terrible. But, the, but first of all, I mean, the Browns, even a guy like you who's not a big fan of the running game, the Browns running game pretty much won in this game this week. I mean, behind 307, 307 rushing yards this week, even without Chubb when it got out of the game early, and Kareem Hunt just carried that team. Unbelievable. They put up 49 points, and Baker had a very pedestrian game. I mean, you got to admit, this one was really the running game for the Browns that led into victory. Yeah, if it, one thing I'm gonna say this one out of the entire podcast, the only time I'm gonna be speechless is 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 this time. I, I don't know what to say. Baker Mayfield doesn't make any sense. Like we're talking about a guy, through every single he's been. We have data for him for like five years. Some of like four of the best college football seasons of all time. One of the best, and not the best rookie season of all time. Like he was legitimately a top five quarterback in football when he was on the field as a rookie season. We're they don't it doesn't change. Guys who are accurate with the football for five years don't just become inaccurate. It doesn't make any sense. Where in the world is Baker Mayfield gone? Yeah. It's curious. It's very curious. Make, like, Kyler Murray, make, maybe I can understand, right? Kyler Murray was accurate in college. He was never accurate in the NFL. So you want to say that maybe he's just not there yet and he'll become more accurate. Oh, okay, fine. Baker Mayfield was literally the most one of the most accurate quarterbacks in the NFL, making big-time throws, by the way, all over the field. Like, he was legit, he was legit, like, he was legit a mix of Drew Brees and Aaron Rodgers in the rookie season. Like, that's yeah. not even an exaggeration. He, was, he had Drew Brees' accuracy with Aaron Rodgers' big play, but like, he was legitimately a mix of Drew Brees and Rodgers. And, 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 and what's called again? And, and now... He hasn't thrown a football for a year and a half. I, I think we're we're soon gonna have to settle with the fact that Baker Mayfield just might be a game manager the rest of his career. That doesn't make any sense. It doesn't I mean know. look at rookie it, quarterbacks ever. Uh, r- r- rookie quarterbacks who've had dominant seasons ever, right? We're talking about um, Andrew Lux, right? Um, RG three, all these guys. No one, if it wasn't injury related, no one has ever just fallen off a map. I mean, you've been, these have been some of the greatest quarterbacks of all time. But the thing is, when they do fall off a map, it's very unlikely that they get back on. Oh, yeah, that's for sure. That's for sure. That's why I'm already writing the eulogy for Baker Mayfield. I'm saying I'm already But he hasn't looked terrible. He just looked extremely inconsistent. Like you said, the accuracy hasn't been there. He still but the made Brown, some the nice throws. Still right now. 
No, if, yeah, if Baker played at Baker level, like your rookie at the end year, of Baker. As rookie Baker year, we're talking about who has a brighter future: the Browns and the Chiefs. And the Chiefs have done everything in their in their in their in their um Favorite. power yeah. to 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 ruin their franchise and ruin the Patrick Mahomes with the type of stupid GM decisions they've made. And they still won the Super Bowl. This is a decision, right? The Browns, the Browns have made unbelievable decisions. They've crafted this unbelievable roster. If, if Baker Mayfield is even is, is Baker Mayfield, I'm saying we're talking about the Browns and Chiefs. Like the Ravens aren't even in the conversation. We're talking about the Browns and Chiefs, the two best teams in the AFC and the NFL. You're right. I, 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 it's not. What's, what's going on? <laughs> oh. I'm very professional, by the way. Just That's so everybody right. knows. Uh, Bob's very busy, man. <laughs> He's just got a. Wait, is there an update? Uh, Ian Rappaport, uh, Adam Schefter update? Yeah. Yeah. It says breaking news. It says Kenyon Drake has died. <laughs> they're they're behind on the news. What can I, I say? I'm Baker, much better than now. Schefter. We're now breaking news. Baker Mayfield has died. Oh, that's right, the new that's breaking the news right. now. Maybe we should play no, another Baker, song. Baker Mayfield's still limp. He's in a coma. Right. <laughs> no, but I, I think someone's so, got to get him some hydrochloroquine, whatever. Hydrochloroquine. Hydrochloroquine. This was the problem. The problem. So, uh, the problem was that I, I I heard someone comparing Baker Mayfield to Kirk Cousins. Like Baker Mayfield's going to be Kirk Cousins. The second NFL expert, Zebo. I think that's his calling. Ah, we should get him for, on the show. You guys don't know about the. About the about the real second NFL expert. I mean, no one's me. No one's me. No, no one's Bob. Bob is the NFL expert. Nobody will shed light on the sport of football more than Bob will, whether it's fantasy or real shed life. Shed light, shed a lot of things. I think, <laughs> I think Baker. I think I think that someone compared Baker to Kirk Cousins the other day, and right when he did it, I'm like, that's very concerning. If yeah, you're comparing Baker, a guy that was supposed to be compared to like Drew Tom Brady or Drew Brees, Drew Brees. Brees. In now college, comp- he was Drew. Brees. But what's Kirk Cousins? He's an extremely poor man. Drew Brees, like Drew Brees. A tenth of Drew Brees. He's like Drew Brees, similar type of style of game, just a tenth of him. Wait, you mean that quarterback he used to play like back in like 2017? Yeah. Oh, he's, oh, he's, still, he's still in the league? Was he like a journeyman or something? He's a backup? Exactly. That's no, it. And, and we might be talking about, what's his name, uh, Baker Mayfield, like he's the same thing. Oh my God, you know? it's a disaster. Anyway, I, I just lost that. I forgot which game we're going next. It's, it's really impressive that the, what's called, that that a kicker has came out and just been this dominant on the ground. <laughs> I know. <laughs> it's un- you caught what I'm saying? Yeah. Kareem Hunt? Kareem Hunt. Make sure your viewers oh, know you what I'm talking about. Okay, so moving on. Oh, well, first we can uh, talk about the Cowboys. For, uh, the defense is a disaster. But, I mean, it, listen, Dak Prescott put up 500 yards. Obviously, had a great game. 500 Pretty yards, games, right? Five, it's, it's, 450 plus record. yards the last three games. Obviously, he's been playing great, right? He's I been, mean, He's the greatest fantasy quarterback if, of all if time. If you're throwing, first of all, for fantasy, oh, unbelievable, by the way. Jakob mm-hmm. hasn't. Yes, oh unbelievable. So, so anyway, so so the Cowboys defense missed seven tackles in the rushing game this week. Seven tackles. That's just in the running game. That's not counting the tackles. I think it was double digits if you count the passing game, right? Which is an unbelievable number. Their, Miles Garrett tore that 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 line to shreds. The offensive line's been terrible. The whole defense, the secondary, everything for the Cowboys has just been an utter disaster this year. And Prescott has been thrown for a lot of yards, but I mean, he literally put I think it was four or five times it could have been a turnover. Four or five balls he put in her arms. I think our own JCFL um, um, superstar would be able to run through the Cowboys defense at this point. It's it's true. It's absolutely true. For, JCFL. First, first touchdown of the season. Okay. What exactly was it? He had the 30 yard touchdown grab? If, if, if that, he doesn't even know. If the JCFL. He's so good, he doesn't even remember his own accolades. You if, know what I'm saying? If the JCFL star can run through the Cowboys defense, certainly the best, one of the best rushing games in the NFL could. So the Cowboys so their first star as well. are 1 and 3. Now, we're moving on to the Saints and the Lions. Okay, Saints. So, Breeze actually. Very outdated I, game I think Drew Breeze. <laughs> we're, we're on the Saints' lines now. Yeah. I think Drew Breeze played his best game of the season. Most likely. This last week, this past week against the Lions, yeah, I think could, could he threw be. the ball extremely accurately. I, I still think he has no arm strength, but he's. He, I think he's he's finding ways to get the ball down the field, like for with a compromised arm. That's what I think. I think despite the fact that his depth of target is like literally less than five yards. Like I think I think it was one week last week. 
where over half his passes failed to pass five yards from the line of scrimmage. This is last week. Line, um, the line Saints. We're talking oh, about right, Drew Brees, right? But at least he threw the ball past 20 yards a few times this week. But literally, his average depth of target is, is I think, second lowest in the league. Um, didn't rely too heavily on Kamara for once. This was really Breeze leading them to victory, don't you think, Westy? Um, yeah, it's definitely a Breeze situation, but um, I was just looking at it from a fantasy perspective <laughs> right now, so I wasn't even... I don't have it all pulled up, the stats. No, I just... I think I think Breeze was... Uh, again, I, like I've been saying, yeah. I, I got, got it now. Else. Yeah. Breeze definitely Again, carried this team. Again, talk about over and over, the professionalism of this podcast is We're not professional. Unmatched. Why unmatched. should we be professional on this? No, we are. we're trying Why to be very professional. Why should you guys are? What's the problem? No, Drew Brees definitely played a good game. Uh, 246 yards, two touchdowns. Through an interception, though, um, definitely carried this team. But Top-notch he analysis. He doesn't have... He definitely... <laughs> no, but he still doesn't have an arm, and that's what worries me. It's gone? Amputated? What's this? Uh, Jim Abbott's can't throw the deep ball. What's, what's that guy's name? The Angels pitcher who doesn't have an arm? Oh, I forgot his name, but he can't Angels. throw the deep ball. And also, the question, once, but once Michael Thomas comes back, he should be... Um, yeah, J- Jim Abbott. Active. James Anthony Abbott. I'm, uh, Jim Abbott. Yeah, yeah, Jim Abbott. He should be able to get more active One-handed once pitcher, Michael Thomas Jim Abbott. comes back. Um, but, and Michael Thomas is out, Friends, and, and Jared Cook's out. It's going to be a struggle. They're going to struggle because... They didn't play, I mean, the, the Lions aren't the best defense, so they're going to play better defenses, and they're not going to be able to just drive the field on better defenses with not as much, like with Michael Thomas and Cook being out. Yeah, I think Guys, let me read the headline over here. One-handed pitcher Jim Abbott um, befriends one-handed quarterback Drew Brees. <laughs> first, first, um, first result from Angels pitcher without yeah, you arm. You could attach that link maybe to the podcast, <laughs> um, maybe if that's real. Description I mean, below. So I think the Lions also, their secondary has been absolutely terrible. I, like, they picked up Desmond Trufant before the year started. They, the third overall, they got Akuda, third overall pick, and they've both been disasters. Uh, I think Matt Patricia's on the hot seat, personally. I think that the team has not played up the expectations. Who's fired first, him or uh, Dan Quinn? Bill O'Brien got fired last night. Bill, got, Bill fired. O'Brien got fired last night. I think I'm sure into the Lions. Co- happens to be I'm into the Lions coaching staff. I'm sorry. I, I love I love their play calling game last year, but they don't win games. It's all about winning. Because Matthew Stafford's not good at football, so that's the problem. But is that the problem, or is yeah, it the problem yeah, that their defense is terrible this year? The secondary is terrible. And they and they, they they invested a third overall pick in Akuda and they got Desmond Trufant. I mean, hey, I got albeit he's an older guy. You didn't know that was going to pan out either way, but they've just been extremely underwhelming this year on the defensive side of the ball. Right. Yeah, I just like the Galladay Stafford play calling combo with the Lions. I feel like I feel like they should be doing better. I like them heading into the season. They, they should be doing, doing better, better, but they're not. Yeah. This is always the Lions' problem, though. Yeah. Every year the Lions should be doing better, right? I, I we mentioned that we start, talked about the Lions at length last week. But uh, at what point do you move on from Matthew Stafford? Because it, this is over a decade already, and they're just staying in this. They, they made the playoffs a couple times, but they're just staying in this media, me, this world of mediocrity for so long. The, yeah. Every year with the Lions, it's the same story. It's, they might be good this year, probably not, but they might. Every year it's the same story. A lot and of this year is the same the market for quarterbacks, including the no Lions. question. But the Lions are just—it's too long. It's too long already. The Lions mm-hmm. need to look in a different direction. That's what I think. Personally, I mean, they're one and three now, and I—they're I, not—they're—they're they're, what, what are they going to win? Another six or seven games with Matthew Stafford? What's what are they going to? What's that going to do for them this year? You yeah, know? I've been think, I think I think Stafford's tank proof. Also, I'm saying I, I think Stafford's, correct. I, I like I like the Stafford Gall- again. Stafford Gallery play calling combo in Detroit is very good. T.J. Hawkinson. I'm saying that that um, like I'm saying through the air. I think the Lions that's and have have what it takes to to be a solid NFL team. Which is, yeah, Matthew Stafford's not good enough to actually win a Super Bowl. So what, what are we doing over here if we're not trying to win Super Bowls? And as you, you, you said, either right. you either you either have a team good enough to try to win a Super Bowl or you're rebuilding. There's no in between. I don't understand the in between stage of the mediocrity for years. Yeah, 100%. absolutely. 
Okay, so let's go on to this. this is an interesting matchup. I think it's the best Owen, the best matchup of two zero and three teams probably in in a long time. The Vikings versus the Texans. Um, Texans are now zero and four. Unbelievably, they were certainly a product of a difficult schedule, as we mentioned many times. Ravens, Steelers, Chiefs to start the season, and then they lost to the Vikings. They just look bad. I mean, the only the only part of that team that hasn't looked absolutely terrible is Deshaun Watson. Texans, Vikings. The only part of that team that hasn't looked absolutely terrible is Deshaun Watson. He's playing all right. The rest of the team just an absolute disaster. His offensive line's terrible. He's getting no he's getting no protection. Not like the Vikings played a great game this week, um, but the, 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 that defense is a disaster. I think it might be the worst defense in football. I know I've already said the worst defense in football probably three times this week. But I think you this, probably say it again about the Vikings. This as well. is the year I was gonna go that too. This is the year of bad defenses. I think yeah. if you could title the NFL so far the first three weeks of the season. Over half the defenses. It's not just that. Okay, it's a passing game this year. Defenses haven't looked good. The the advantage goes to the offense. The defenses have looked terrible. I already mentioned a bunch, right? We said, I already mentioned a bunch of the, uh, a bunch of defenses that have looked terrible. And the Vikings and Te- Texans are both have two of the worst defenses in football. And this was just a matter of Justin Jefferson coming back and producing for them. Giving you know Jefferson and Thielen is a good one two punch. Giving Kirk Cousins enough to put them over an zero three Texans team and now an zero four Texans team. Yeah, the Texans. Uh, I think that do they have a chance of making the playoffs? Is there any chance still? Can they scrap out of this and make the playoffs, Bob? The At Texans? No. The, not I mean, the Colts and the Titans are, are right. That's your two teams. But even that's I'm saying the, the thing is that there is a seventh seed this year, so a third place team. Technically, there could be four teams from one division. On, on is that technically could that happen? Or yeah, yeah. I think teams. that's gonna happen in the NFC East this year. We're gonna have yeah, we're gonna have. Oh yeah, right. <laughs> no, is that not, the NFC West? That's that as well. NFC West could possibly. You're not predicting the NFC East coming forward. The first place Eagles are the best team in football, if sure. The NFC West. Definitely, yeah. The NFC West could have four four player caliber teams. I don't think it's gonna happen just because. Which one's gonna miss it? That's not the point. The point is like, oh, they're all gonna eat each other out with the course of the. No, I want to get your opinion. What do you think the... Who is this? I'm, okay, I, I missed what happened. This is inside jokes. Anyway, so we're, we're on the Vikings section. I wanted to get your opinion on the... Re- I know what... We're not going to play yet. each other too so many times. <laughs> no, but so what? You think if they split, all, they all split 1-1. One, one. <laughs> okay, Seahawks Dolphins. Let's move on. Yeah, we have to move so, on. So, Russell Wilson. Russell recording? Wilson continuing to tear it up. And uh, he's... I mean, the guy... Yeah, yeah, we have... We have we don't have much time left to be honest. I know, we have 20 so minutes. maybe we'll have to do another one. I don't know. Anyway, Seahawks versus Dolphins. Well, so Russell Wilson. Most like the real life, like actual smart football analysis. We'll save that for the preview podcast because that's what he preview stuff. This is more of a fun podcast. Though. All right, fit. Listen, I've, 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 we'll see if we'll see if the ratings uh, reflect what you're saying. Well, anyway, he's gonna go through the roof. Anyway, Russell Wilson making all sorts of throws. I think front runner for MVP this year so far. Um, he, you know, you know, interesting stat about Russell Wilson this week. His first turnover-worthy play in Week Four, first of the season, which is an unbelievable number. His pass rating is 139. So, like, <laughs> you know, in terms of M- and that's that's a big number when it comes to MVP race. So, in terms of MVP voting, he's definitely the front runner. Um, and your boy Metcalf continues to play well, Meisty. Yeah, you know, love, putting love up big Metcalf. numbers. He's, he's using, terrible. He's so bad. Yeah, but Bob, he's he's Meisty's boy. He's not Bob's boy. Let's put it like that. And I'm sort of like, listen, I I think he's looking impressive. He's been able to overpower DBs, like even the stronger DBs, which we see the the DBs that are a little stronger. He's been able to overpower them physically. Dolphins are on four, right? The Dolphins are no, because remember Fitz Magic came through once with the Thursday Night Football, didn't he? I love it. It's time. Let Russ cook. Let, Let Russ, Russ cook. cook. <laughs> <laughs>
That was cook, my guy. Uh, I don't think that, that we're gonna get shut is, down after uh, Bob on this show today. We're... We have copyright infringement. I started playing probably. Copyright copyright. Oh right my there. god! Oh, they could sue us. Just kidding. Um, Fitz kept this game Please close. Them, by the way. Fitz that. kept this game. By the way, Fitz Magic pulled through this game. He kept this game close. He only lost by one yes. score. Um, he did play well enough to like. To, listen, Fitz has been playing well enough. He's preventing them from putting two in the game, and that's the only thing holding them back. I, I don't really understand why they haven't put two in the game. Guy Fitzpatrick has been in the league for a decade and a half. So what is he? What is he gonna do? Win you three games, four games this season, and you're not gonna put your, albeit in a bad situation. But why don't you test out? Your young quarterback. I, I, this, 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 this bothers me so much. All these teams that have like veteran quarterbacks starting and they're going to win four, five, six games tops with these veteran quarterbacks, even if they're playing decently like Fitzpatrick does. He has his ups and downs. What's holding you back from starting Tua? Yeah, and also it's like just wasting his rookie contract. Not yeah. Like he's gonna, so, so you want to say, okay, it's going to take him time to... What, what, you're really looking at the last three years. There's a contract can take time for him to develop. Okay, so put him on the field already so we could... We could get his value out of his rookie contract. You're trying to get him for contract value. What do you have to lose? Week eight. Week eight, week seven, week eight, week nine. Why nine wait? Area. No. Oh, the, the reason I'm waiting is, um, I mean, it, it's not a tanking. <laughs> <laughs> the logic is beyond me as well. I don't, no, yeah. it's obviously it's obviously something that doesn't make sense to anyone, but if you're looking for any logic, it's it's just trying to... Why are we trying to logic if something doesn't make sense? Because clearly people are doing it, so then... Right, you're not the GM. I'm not the GM. Rocky's not the GM. So they're clearly it's unfortunate I mean, for this. There's some that are unfortunate for the NFL. I'm not a GM. GM. <laughs> no, this one's not too insane. Yeah, here it's not too insane. Just because like the the people will kind of like, oh yeah, he's gonna get ruined if he goes into bad offensive line. Shut he's, up. Not, he's not gonna get ruined. That's what people think. He's putting a bad. He's not uh, he's gonna get ruined. No, that's what you can't say that. You can't. It's not something you he's can say. He's not gonna get ruined. Why isn't he on the field? Because it, it, there's no logic to it. That, that's we're, we're we're going with that. There's no you logic. You said you want to explain it. I'm saying if you're looking for logic, you can try to find some logic. You know, in it. So if there's no logic, you're not looking for logic. You're just looking for what they're reasoning. Right. Okay, fine. Yeah, yeah, fine. Yeah. Right. So what's the reason? This is getting way too arbitrary. Deep. arbitrary this is getting way. Making. Yeah, yeah. You guys think we should? Uh... I'm not impressed with Seattle's win over the Dolphins. I'm just gonna put that, put it out there. Yeah, yeah, that's true. I think that they could have done much better. The defense is clearly struggling. Fitz, Fitz Magic is good, but he's not that good, and he's okay. He's an okay quarterback. Um, he's better than Joe Flacco. And, nah. uh, yeah, and, and there aren't many players better than Joe Flacco. <laughs> there's a couple powers in the league. You know what I'm saying? There's Mahomes' ketchup bottle, Minshew's mustache, and doesn't Fitzmagic have some type of something? Mm-hmm. I mean, it only—it's not obviously at the level of of the mustache <laughs> or the ketchup bottle, but it's definitely something. I'm saying Fitzmagic will go out there. There's also it's a double-edged sword. Sometimes you get Fitz tragic, sometimes you get Fitzmagic. Fitz tragic—that's a good one. That's just the, that's what you get. Chargers, Bucks. Justin Herbert is a young guy that has been started. The Chargers are the smart ones here, I guess. The right? The Chargers are going to pull it off. They look, but they look the way. Look at the chart. Look what the Chargers did. They have Justin Herbert on rookie contract, like you mentioned. They turn around. Why, why play Tyrod Taylor and win five games? Herbert the pervert. It makes no Herbert. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what? So is there is there something I'm missing? Is that not his name? Uh, anyway, Justin Herbert almost <laughs> completed the upset against the Bucks. Same story last couple weeks. It, you know, it, inconsistent. Very accurate, extremely accurate. I think Herbert and Burrow have looked very convincing through the first few starts of their of their season. But he hasn't been able to throw the ball down the field so uh, you know so well yet. Justin Herbert, we're talking about versus who? What they play? Um, the Buc- the Bucks. Uh, Tom Brady. Oh, yeah. No, but he made no. This week he made some nice deep passes. I just think I, I, I don't just want think, to talk about Tom. I don't like Tom Brady. We we're not, we don't we can talk about the Herbert. The, you know, uh, but anyway, so no, stop. I, I don't understand why it's like. Yeah. You don't think Tom Brady's playing well this year? I don't care if he's playing well. Why? You don't think the Bucks go in the Super Bowl? No. Why not? It's absolutely insane to think they go in the Super Bowl. I think the Bucks go in the Super Bowl. No, especially not with now that the NFC is teams playing football, not JFL anymore. 
There's a bunch of there's a bunch of no. I don't think the Bucks. NFL, the NFL's loaded with I, JFL teams. It's for four teams, right? It's like having like like JFL means want, Junior Football League, by the way. Right. Yeah. It's it's it, it's it's better than the JCFL. We just want to get that straight. Right. right yes, better than JCFL. Higher level of play. Let's say higher level of right. play. Yeah, but. Yeah, apparently the JCFL member here. You know that according any, to any disrespect from that. Well, by the way, PFF disagrees with that he's the top. He's been the fifth great, fifth highest graded quarterback for the first five, four weeks. Fine, of the this is my point. Turn back the <coughs> clock, yeah. The year is I have no idea what was last year, twenty nineteen, yeah. <laughs> Heading into the season, you have ten teams playing football, right? Yeah, obviously the rest of the they're not gonna have thirty two um, NFL teams, right? It doesn't work like that. You had ten teams playing in the NFL, right? <laughs> you had a bunch of you had twenty two teams playing JFL, right? Because you had Baker Mayfield. Ben yeah, Roethlisberger. Lamar playing a different league and all together. Right. Lamar's playing Madden. No, no. I mean heading into the year. <laughs> I mean, I mean heading into the juke button. No, no. I mean heading into the year. No, Lamar wasn't was was still playing JFL heading into the year. No one thought Lamar was an NFL quarterback. I yeah, did. The first of rookies. Rookies. Okay, five. Besides for Baltimore natives, right? <laughs> but yeah, so I'm saying heading into the year, you have Baker Mayfield, um, can uh, 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 Ben Roethlisberger, Tom Brady, Matt Ryan, Aaron Rodgers, Russell Wilson, Patrick Mahomes. Um, help me out over here. Who else do we have? Ben Roethlisberger, you said. I'm reading. Russell Wilson. <laughs> you Wilson Rogers. Wilson Rogers Brady. Listen, Wilson Rogers Brady Roethlisberger. Um, who else? Andrew missing? Locke. Andrew Locke. Matt Ryan. Matt Phil Rivers. Phil Rivers. Andrew Locke actually died. Um, <laughs> we're gonna go through all the deaths in a second. Maybe we'll do a little segment. Okay, there, there were ten. There were ten. There were ten. We made that. Remember the calculation before. So there were ten. Where I was missing. Oh, Breeze. 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 Uh, what are we naming? <laughs> the ten competent quarterbacks. Ten competent quarterbacks heading into the last year. Oh, into last year. Basically, okay. Yeah, let's do this one my last time. I got this, guys. Okay, you ready? Okay, Breeze, Brady, Mahomes, I guess Mahomes, Wilson, Locke, Breeze, Brady, Rogers, Ryan Rivers, Big Roethlisberger, Brady. Mayfield. You got it. Good job. All right, high five. Yeah, let's go. Misfits magic. <laughs> okay, right, now get now cut to the chase. So, what's your point here? Oh, I'm so excited after that. It doesn't really matter. <laughs> but, <laughs> but basically, yeah, so we, we had 10 competent quarterbacks in the NFL. There's a changing guard. I don't know if people can't acknowledge this. There's a changing guard in every position, you, yeah? You forgot a big quarterback, by the way. That, uh, his name is uh, Derek Henry. <laughs> <laughs> I thought we were talking about Nick Foles. You said big. You know, I just... That's, I, thought, <laughs> I thought you were going, yeah? Josh Allen? We mentioned, by the way... The, oh, my God, we forgot. We were talking about the superpowers in the NFL. Oh, my God. They all pale in comparison Uh-oh. to the all-great Nick Foles. <laughs> and his, uh, Nick Foles is the worst quarterback ever. powerful organ. <laughs> <laughs> his kidneys, organ. obviously. We're going to get like five <laughs> listens on this podcast. They're going to lose. They're going to no. be like, what are we listening this to? This is the most entertaining podcast we've had. No, yeah. It's true. But no, but no. I don't okay. know. What do you guys think? You want entertainment or sports? Or sports entertainment. Well, wait, wait, we got that. No, for the preview, we have the analysis. Don't worry. But they, might, saying, they, might, they might unsubscribe to the podcast just analysis. from this one. I have Kareem Hunt-esque hard-hitting analysis. Yeah, is that right? Hard-hitting analysis? I'm saying what it comes to the NFL. We want to... I think, I think we have to take... We, we only have a few minutes left, so I think maybe we'll take a hiatus and then... So, it, yeah, uh, let, me just, let me just polish this off over here. You know what? You know what goes, let me just polish it off over here. Yeah? So you have these 10... Because I just completed the greatest accomplishment of my life in figuring out these 10 quarterbacks, yeah? These 10, ten quarterbacks, for years, we've had, we've, had, we've had 7 to 10 quarterbacks who have been functional quarterbacks, right? Then last year, everybody died, right? Legit. I'm, I'm saying... No, I'm saying Matt Ryan... Like he, he was like a slow death. He was the slowest of all deaths because we just like weren't really noticing that in the distance he was like dying out in Atlanta. No one really cared, but he was dying. Drew Brees, Drew Brees died this year. Um, what's it called? Aaron Rodgers died. Um, ben Roethlisberger. Oh my God, it was it was a painful death. This year, Rodgers. Philip Rivers. This year, instantaneously. No, no, no. no. I mean, last, last, year, sorry, last, last year. year. 
um, um, death. Mayfield, nobody knows how he died, but someone must have snuck in his bed in the middle of the night and stabbed him. Yeah, Mayfield is gone. All right, all these quarterbacks, the only quarterbacks left were Patrick Mahomes and Russell Wilson. Yeah. And Russell Wilson was never unleashed, so it was just Patrick Mahomes. So there's only one functional team. Lamar Jackson came in and made it two functional teams in the NFL. So there's two football teams. There are two teams that play football last year, right? The Ravens and the Chiefs, right? The Chiefs happened to lose to the Titans. The team that didn't play football, and then the Chiefs had to lose. But two teams played football last year, right? The 49ers literally made the Super from the NFC. They weren't playing football. Jimmy Grapple was their quarterback, yeah? So you had two teams playing football. Now... Now what happens one year later? We're looking at and we have the same insanity. Like there, there's only two teams. We literally come in the other year. There's only two football teams. There was a Cheney guard of the position. We're thinking maybe the number one of our picks, meaning meaning um, Murray, meaning Murray Burrow, um, Trevor Lawrence. Um, what's it called again? Jalen Hurts. Uh, not Jalen Hurts. What's his name? I'm um, Justin Fields, um, and uh, and uh, and yeah, and maybe Baker Mayfield. They're saying maybe they could save the position, but. Turns out Russell Wilson, they let him cook, and Aaron Rodgers started unleashing most of They've been saving the position, but we still only have four teams. It's not like we have so many good football teams. It's literally a four team league. Rodgers found his coach, that's Pat? Yeah. Yeah, coach. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm, I'm against that. I think Rodgers became Rodgers again. Well, let's move on to the next game. Um, Ravens against the Washington football team. So the Ravens offense rebounded this game. You know, had a much better week. They put up a terrible performance against the Chiefs last week. They rebounded. They were one of the most efficient offenses from the week, numbers-wise. And they're, I, I think in general the Ravens' running game just hasn't been at the level played last year. That's been a, a disappointment. Lamar's look good for the most. We get part. a cam on like if, if we had a Meister cam on during this during this podcast, it'd be much more entertaining. Nah, <laughs> podcast yeah. itself, we need to get a Meister cam on the podcast. Um, I think I think yeah. okay, but no, but getting to the Ravens' running game for a second, I think this is an important thing. I think Marshall Young has proved to be a big loss to that running game. Like the Ravens are a team that like to rely on the guard position for some re- for whatever reason. The Ravens love that guard position, and it seems over at times it almost seems that the guard position is like more important than the tackle. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for the Maybe, running game, yeah. For the running game, that's the way it's designed. I, I, is that for you? Think that's for most teams? Like the guard is more important for the running game than the tackle. Uh, more important is definitely it's a balance. Like in, in what's going on, it's the passing game, and literally the the interior line doesn't matter even in the slightest. The only thing that matters is your tackles. But yeah, in the running game, it's. Very equal, especially if you have a, like a zone running scheme where you need the guard to do a lot of stuff. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Well, it's evident because without Marshall Yonder, the running game has not been very good. And Lamar finally broke for a 50-yard run, the longest of his career, actually, 50-yard touchdown run this week. But they, I think they've like they've been relying on Lamar's deep ball, which is not what you want to do. Lamar has a solid deep ball; he can throw the ball down the field. No Saw Haskins dot but if, if that's we'll get to Haskins in a second. But if that's your offense relying on Lamar's deep ball and not having a successful running game, that, that which is supposed to be Ravens football. It's the running game's going well. Lamar's able to pass the ball well, you know, because the opening game runs. Oh, the running game opens that up. Everything, whatever he has, he's the dual threat. He's able to. Is what come to has it really been that that, that been a disaster? The ground game. No, I, I don't think it's been that big of a disaster. Still three I, and still one. I just think the NFL, they're relying no? a little. Still best in the NFL, no? Not numbers wise this year. Yeah, no. no, I don't mean in rushing yards per game. I mean in general. For, yeah, for I mean listen, that backfield is stacked. They have Ingram, Dobbins, Gus Edwards. It's you have it's Lamar stacked. Jackson. Your running game. And you have Lamar. No, of course, there's no question. First of all, Lamar, Lamar is not. Talented nearly as many rushing yards. No, I know, but the way, he has been running up, the, ball the way it opens up for our running backs, just you don't even need to go off the line. We could we could have four five point four yards a clip plus plus Lamar going off for like nine yards a clip. Like you just you're gonna have efficient run game if you have Lamar Jackson. No matter if you have a terrible like terrible running back, you're just gonna be efficient run game if you have Lamar Jackson. Okay, for for example, okay, this week Lamar Jackson had fifty three rushing yards. Okay, 
the next closest was 38 rush. Gus Edwards had 30 rush. What's our team's yard per carry this year? Okay, we'll check that in a second. But um, actually, I'm going to check that right now. I'm pull that up. But um, no, but 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 what I'm saying is that's not your offense. You don't want to rely on Lamar Jackson throwing the ball down the field. They're relying. They're pretty much saying, Lamar, you right. go out and make three or four big time throws for us, and then the running game will play all right, well enough to win. That's not what you do. You say the running game has to be dominant, and Lamar. On the, and, and as a result, Lamar will make the big-time throws. Right. You know what I'm saying? It's the wrong perspective I think they're having on it, which is why I think they haven't been dominating teams perhaps as much as last year. They're not playing bad. They lost to a very good Chiefs team. They dominated the Browns in Week 1, very handily beat the Texans and the Washington football team. It's just not 35-point blowouts like we saw last year. You know, and I think the, res- the, reason, the, the, the reason that's happening is because they're, they're, not relying, they're relying too heavily on Lamar's deep ball. That's I, what I think I, it I'm is. pulling it up right here. I we're, we're third in in rushing yards per game and second in, in yards in yards per carry. The only one with higher yards per carry is the Browns, who yeah, with Cream Hunt and Nick Chubb and going nuts. But we're second in yards per carry. Like yeah, obviously it's not it's not last year where we were the greatest running game of all time. But but regression is supposed to be there. I feel like the Ravens are gonna be fine on the ground. The Ravens the Ravens offense is gonna be fine. The only thing the, the season gonna come down to. Um, are we gonna fall behind by fourteen, or are we gonna are we gonna go up by fourteen against the Chiefs in the AFC Championship game? That's basically the season comes down. The season comes down to the AFC Championship game. Are we gonna fall behind early? Or are we gonna go up early? Because if we fall behind early, we're not winning the football game. If we go up early, we, we're we're going to the Super Bowl. I feel like that's what that's what it comes down to. Is just who who gets up early in the AFC Championship. Well, I don't know. My biggest concern for the Ravens is their pass rush. Their pass rush has not been very good this season. Yeah, but we're 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 we're, 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 we're still gonna get uh, 11, 12 wins even with a bad pass. Of course. Well, first of all, that secondary is good enough to cover up for it. Even without Tavon Young and Earl Thomas, it's still good enough to cover up for it, but I, I, I think the Ravens' passage is definitely a concern. If you're going to play against Patrick Mahomes, that was their weakness last week against Patrick Mahomes. You saw that exploded. Oh, I think I think what the problem with the Ravens was is we fell behind, so that just our offense, our offensive scheme changed when we fall behind. I feel that was the problem. No, no question. Of course. No, you're right. You're you right. fall Go behind on. to Patrick Mahomes, it's game over. The only quarterback, the only quarterbacks who could dig out of a Patrick Mahomes hole is is Patrick Mahomes and, and Russell Wilson, and seeing as the Chiefs already have one of them, so the only team who could possibly do that is, is the Seahawks. So yeah, I, I don't think it's a flaw in the Ravens' team design. Yeah, you could, if you go, over over the next 10 years, if they make uh, six, seven AFC Championship games and they win, and they go up on, on the Chiefs two, three times, so you make two, three Super Bowls, that's exactly, you could be the team, one of the teams of the decade. And if Lamar ever found a way to be, even without the threat of his legs, a good enough passer to be able to make a dominant pass game with just his arms, then we'd be the best team of the decade. Like, I don't think it's a flaw in the Ravens. I just think, like, I think, yeah, the Ravens will, will, make, will, will probably make two, three Super Bowls. I'm saying whatever. They could make more if Lamar ever does better. I'm saying, I think it's fine. Yeah, the only team, only team is that the problem is the Chiefs if we fall down to them. Okay, so we have to hope that, that, that the Ravens score, score first against the Chiefs um, in the next game this year. I think, um, okay, so we have two minutes left just to talk about the Washington football team. Um, so Haskins <coughs> actually completed 70% of his passes this week, which is by far his best completion percentage of the week. But, like, he, again, no arm strength. Right. And, I said his average depth of target I have here is less than five yards. Oh wow! So yeah, that, that, that it's one of the worst in the league. Oh wow! His eight was five. Wow. Yeah, but listen, he did manage not to put put, put the ball in harm's way. Like I said, he threw the ball. He completed passes. I mean, I'm not saying it's encouraging, but it's better. It's probably the best performance Haskins has put up this year so far against the good Ravens defense. The Washington football team is a team that's going nowhere this year. I think we can all agree on that. Right. Right. Now the one thing, one thing I will say on on Haskins, I don't really see much of the game. I was mostly just like. Plowing through the box scores at that point, and it was like right after right after the umpteth. Uh, but um, I, I looked, I saw Haskins do a beautiful pass to McLaurin down the sideline, down to like like two yards from the end zone, down nice to the two. That was that was a gorgeous pass from gorgeous Haskins. Pass. McLaurin's just a beast. There's nothing else to say. Yeah, McLaurin's a beast. Don't, don't, that, that that's what you what you want to see from the Redskins is just Tyree McLaurin. That's the only thing you really want to see from the Redskins. I mean, Tony Gibson is fun to watch. Baby. Moving on to the next game, Giants Rams Rams offense. Um, 
Listen, Sean McVay showed shines the first few weeks of the season. I'm back. I'm Sean McVay. You know, I'm all tough, flexing his muscles. But, you know, against a bad Giants team, not a very good offensive input for the Rams. I mean, I don't know. You think think Sean McVay is uh, still the same Sean McVay we know and love? Yeah, I just feel like Jared Goff's not a good enough quarterback to be able to consistently. If you feel, if you even figure out McVay even a tiny bit, like, yeah, Goff's just not good enough to be able to carry that team. But, yeah, I think McVay's fine. I feel after Andy Reid, we're talking about some of the most creative play cards in the NFL. I remember Reid McVay. I, I think the problem is more just Jared Goff. I mean, the NFL's all about, like, having. Then, again, it comes back to this point. There's four NFL teams in the NFL right now, right? So no matter how good, you could be a team who like even has a chance at the Super Bowl just because you could be the fifth best team. Maybe you want to argue the fifth best team in football. So you think that you could be lucky and fall into a good schedule. So maybe you'll get the number one overall seed in one, one conference and you'll find a way in, in, into the Super Bowl. There's only four teams playing football. That, that, that's what it comes down it to. Made that pretty, yeah, pretty clear. Yeah. So, yeah, I think the Rams, the Rams definitely are. It's not like they're a team that can't be. That, that that can't be good enough to be a decent team when you have McVeigh and Goff and Singh going on there with Robert Woods, Cooper Cup. They can have a very good passing game. It's just, it's just Jared Goff doesn't play football. Yeah, and he's definitely an inaccurate quarterback. But I'll tell you <clears> something <throat> about the Rams. They're definitely first place in the NFC East. You know, after three and zero against NFC East teams this year. Oh my God! Yeah, three and zero against NFC. I mean, I, you and I. Right, and, and as we it, said before in the podcast, the NFC is probably going to send four teams to the playoffs. I, if if if. <laughs> I will say though, if 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 me, you, and Meisty listen to this call, if me, you, and Meisty all put together a football team, we'd probably be first place in the NFC East. I think so. I think by myself, I can. Do it. <laughs> I, 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 I have a bad knee, so. Well, Toward ACL. So I think I think that I still could do it with half a leg. Carson Wentz, the, the whole, the whole. Well, oh yeah, let's get to go. Let's do actually. Let's, let's go for the Colts the first. Division, Colts I'm Bears saying. first. Um, Foles, your, your favorite man, first start of the season. Um, Barks are getting. Get, I mean, Bob's gonna get very Colts excited Bears. here. It's the most disgusting thing I've ever. <laughs> <laughs> disgusting. This is like. This These is like. This is like seventy. Steel curtain oh Steelers. This is what it is. I. I mean, there's like two levels in my head. There's like teams who can't play football. And when I say teams who can't play football, like this is. There's teams who are playing the JFL. These aren't JFL teams. Like, some of these teams, like the 49ers and the Bears, like, these teams are like, people are like oh, oh, they have a bunch of wins. Shut up. Yeah, but the Colts yeah, have Nick such Mong a good defense. Garoppolo and, 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 and Mitch Trubisky. These aren't quarterbacks. I know. Oh, my God. Yeah, but the Colts have such a good defense. They might just win nine or ten games just from that this year. I know Philip Rivers is so bad. He's ass 40 years old. But at the end of the day, that front seven is incredible. I mean, Justin Houston. I wrote Buckner, the Colts on and, there. By the way, Xavier Rose, another mm-hmm. great week this week. Xavier Rhodes has been playing really well. After two interceptions last week, he had another good shutdown game this week. I think they barely even targeted him. So that was that. That's proved to be a very good addition for them so far. I mean, that defense has been incredible. Yeah, obviously, uh, listen, the Colts are not a team that, that are going to go anywhere. But with seven playoff spots available to them, I think there's a good chance they're going to make the playoffs. Right. They have that's one. Insane. They have probably the best defense in football. They better not get ten wins. I'd be pissed off. I think that's a lock. It was one of my favorite. You don't. The year is a total lock. They're, they're three and one. They're three and one at this point in the season. As are the Bears, though. They started off three and zero. Hey, that's so interesting, by the way, with the Bears because like Mitch Trubisky actually played very well the first two weeks of the season. Oh yeah, yeah, he did. And then well, they and, need, no, and then just... the last week he played so bad they brought in Foles like halfway through the season. That, I mentioned last week that that showed like they really they really had a short leash on him. You know, right. they said, listen, you can start, but you have to impress us enough that we're because we have Nick Foles there. We signed him. We have him there. He's ready to start, but he didn't prove. Even though he played pretty well the first two weeks of the season, boom, one bad half. They took him out, not even started Foles this week. So they're certainly they're skeptical of just as skeptical as Mitchell Trubisky as we have been in the past, which is a good thing for the Bears. I've, I'm no scientist, but um, I don't really understand. You kind of look like one. I know, right? I don't really understand how it works, but for some reason the 
the organ powers only um only <laughs> only work when he's coming in relief. You know what I'm saying? So oh, you said this last week, Westy. Oh yeah. Only when he only when he comes in as a oh, backup. There you go. Play, so right? you gotta get you gotta get Trubisky. Trubisky's good. He's not is is the opposite of tank proof. He he tanks. You get Trubisky. You go down by fourteen and you get the organ powers to come in. It's a great. I, I don't understand. Recipe for this. success, Bob. Here he is. NFL expert, Bob. This this is the type of analysis you don't get anywhere else. You know what I'm saying? You put in Trubisky <laughs> down by fourteen, then you get the organ powers. That's just. Can you say I, they should be the best team in football? Bills Raiders most intriguing storyline of the game. Jason Witten got a touchdown this week. Okay, Jason I mean, Witten's on the board. I feel like if listening to this later on, it could be a total disaster. But I want to take a victory lap already on some players. I, I like my, the only literally the only quarterbacks I drafted this year were Josh Allen and Cam Newton. I don't know if you could see, but I'm, I'm literally doing a victory lap. Not only he's walking out of the room because it's all he needed to say, so he's right. currently yeah, walking. As exactly. you can hear, the door is. Josh Allen and Cam Newton, the only oh. two quarterbacks I drafted the entire season. I'm saying. I, I I roll like if 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 there was a situation where I could where I could fall into a Russell Wilson or a Dak Prescott or something like that I would like draft them but it never really had a situation happen they were always drafting the top fifty because everyone just loves to draft loves to draft these in our quarterbacks Josh Allen came Newton, so good Josh, Josh Allen's, Allen's but Josh Allen's is playing so well this year oh who would have seen that coming I mean he's literally you know you, do you know gotta read the my guys no turn know, and the most convincing thing about Josh Allen yeah. for the first time this year no turnover worthy plays okay he's his accuracy has improved to such an extent that he's become he's the top five quarterback this year I think so far put together everything the running game the arm strength the arm strength was always there the running game was always there he's throwing the ball accurately now which was his biggest weakness coming out of college and now he's throwing the ball accurately the the Bills are are legit like third or fourth best team in the AFC for sure yeah last year. The last year, the, the what's called Josh Allen was the worst um, in catchable pass percentage, ten plus yards down the field. That means that means ten. The, if you're throwing the ball over ten yards, I mean ten yards to hundred yards, yeah. The whatever you can't throw hundred yards, yeah, ninety-nine yards, yeah, whatever. Basically, the, ten plus yards down the field. The the what's called the most uncatchable balls thrown in the NFL was Josh Allen, right? It was like something an insane percentage of of, of balls thrown ten plus yards down the field were uncatchable, right? That it's it deemed by, I don't know who deems uncatchable, but yeah. But um, this year, second behind Russell Wilson. It's night and day. It's night and day. And the gra- he's, he's, he's legitimately, I'm saying, he's legitimately white Cam Newton. I'm saying, <laughs> I'm saying, he, no, like, it's not like, I'm not like, suddenly now I'm thinking like, oh, let's adjust our view and now for the future I want to be a Bills fan because I think the Bills are going to, are going to make, are, are going to be making Super Bowls because Josh Allen can now consistently throw the ball as a passer, but I mean, I don't know. I feel like it's Cam Newton. Like, the Bills aren't going to win the Super Bowl? I guess Bold prediction. Saying. Bills aren't going to win the Super Bowl. <laughs> you that's a bold prediction? I didn't know that was a bold prediction. <laughs> okay, let's move on. We only have a few more minutes. Eagles, Niners. Um, Nick Mullins actually got pulled out of this game, so we put ahead a third-string quarterback, Bethard. CJ Bethard came in, and um, it wasn't much better. I, no. I still actually, he did play much better. Nick, but he played better than Mullins. Mullins was an absolute disaster. He threw a bad pick Wait, six, and after that pick with, six, with, uh, with, with Josh Allen, where I'm, I'm just saying that, like, I'm saying, I still, I mean, I'm not like, yeah, obviously, I'm, I'm sold that he could be Cam Newton now, like, meaning just like Cam Newton had, there could be scenes where he could be the best player in football, just meaning because if you have the hot stretches of accuracy plus the big plays plus the legs, you know, now, now we're talking about a top-notch quarterback, but I'm saying he's. He's been accurate. I don't know if this could continue. I, I don't know if this th- if this actually continues. Then yeah, we're talking about we're talking about a, a, another a fifth football team. But it's not. Yeah. I can't predict that it, that's going to continue. Yeah, I'm I think saying, consist- with Wilson and Rodgers, that makes sense. Okay, so okay, no, the, the, the 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 Seahawks they're starting to cook. You know, Aaron Rodgers, old Aaron Rodgers. So okay, fine. So now I can say there's four football teams. I can't suddenly say there's a fifth football team unless I know that this is real Josh Allen. I mean, yeah, obviously there's going to be up and down points in every person's career, but the the down which we've expected from Josh Allen is so low, like. 
I guess Josh Allen. I, I don't know. Might yeah. as well see what no, Josh I agree Allen. with you. We're just going to have to see if, he's, if, he, if he keeps this up throughout the rest of the season. But yeah, back to the single so, worst no, spread I've ever seen in my so, entire so life. Nick, okay, so Nick Mullins got... So this is what happened in the game, basically. Nick Mullins <clears> got <throat> taken out uh, through a very bad pick six. To, I think it was in the second half. Got taken out of the game. C.J. Beathard came back in. Played a little better, but uh, they were so bad that they lost to the uh, the winless Eagles. Um, I'll give the Eagles credit. They haven't lost in two weeks. Um, 1-0-1, last two weeks of the season. So Carson Wentz playing a little better, but not I mean not really much. Maybe made enough plays to beat a a depleted Niners team without their two starting, you know, their starting two quarterbacks. Um, listen, I I mean, both these teams are just not going anywhere this year. I, especially without Jimmy G. Not like Jimmy G is the savior for the 49ers, but especially without the starting quarterback. The strong, considering how bad their backups play, and they literally had no backup plan. They were just relying on Jimmy G. Um, I'm, I'm giving up on Wentz, by the way. I'm on the record. I'm giving up on Wentz. Oh, I gave up on him. I'm giving up. I know you did, but I have. I was, it was too soon. I'm giving up on him. Personally, I'm giving up on wins. That's uh, my that's my insight of the game. I I I think it's too much already. So so the guy in his second year put up an MVPs performance. He was he was top uh, five in Bob MVP says voting. He still thinks that Carson Wentz is be- is be- is the best, and he thinks that he's going to lead them to the Super Bowl. They're going to win the division. They're going to the playoffs. They're going to be a five or six win team that wins the. division. You said all four teams are going to make the playoffs. Uh-huh. All didn't they need you? to do is make the playoffs, and then they co- dude, and then they just got to win. Put three Carson games. Wentz they in the playoffs. Three games and then the Super Bowl. Wow, it's this not is so the, hard. This is some big brain level right here. I'm mm-hmm. not exactly sure what's going on over here. This is a big brain level. Wait, the Eagles are in what place in the division? Do you believe wait, wait. Close can Miami beat the Lakers? Wait, wait. What place are the Eagles in the division? What place are the Eagles in the division? Does anyone know? First, that's right. Some that's right. That's team. right. First, kings of the uh, yeah, you know kings the of Ravens, the NFC East. The Ravens first are in second place. And first place. The Ravens, first place. The Ravens are in second place. Where's, oh yeah, no, the Steelers are Steelers are better than the Ravens. Uh-huh. The Eagles like are better Eagles. than the Ravens. That seems factual. The Eagles are better. Yeah, it's much better team than the Ravens. One plus oh, one yes. equals two. <laughs> Chiefs, Pats. This was last night. Wait, 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 wait. You can't just blow by this. This is this big here. Hold on one second over here. I'm sorry. I don't care. I'll leave it. This is this is this is my favorite game of the, of the slate. Maybe with, when it comes to the analysis. First of all, Anthony Davis all, has a bad game tonight. I'm just putting it out there. Oh, we didn't talk about basketball. We, are we have now. like five <laughs> minutes left. We have like five minutes left. Literally. Okay, so we're talking about. Okay, so let's finish up Eagles, that. Niners. You go Eagles, we can skip Chiefs Pats because nobody cares. We can go, we can go Eagles Niners. There's nothing we well, to talk about Chiefs Pats. Yeah, go ahead. Well, no, well I'll, I'll go to the Chiefs Pats and we'll get back to the okay. Eagles. So I'll just I'll just run through that quickly. Basically, what happened last night was that they played football. They play, <laughs> no, but it was a very close game at halftime. It was six three. Pats. Yeah, the, the the Chiefs were only winning six three at halftime. Pats did a great job. This was not Mahomes' best game. You're right. It was not Mahomes' best game, but um. Pats, by the way, that, that defense also, I know we've, we've gone to extremes so far. Like, with some defense mm-hmm. is absolutely terrible. That defense is very good, especially that secondary of the Pats is very good. It's Again, it's enough to make them compete for a playoff spot with seven with seven playoff spots. And if Cam Newton remains Josh healthy, Brian Hoare played last night, so that was obviously with a big Josh problem. Josh Allen, I mean Cam Newton, sorry. Cam Newton. Right? Cam so, Newton no, Josh Allen? Brian Hoare played last night, so they Cam got Newton. nothing to go on offensively. Cam Newton didn't play last night. They have Newton or Allen? They have Newton. Oh, they have Newton, not Allen? No, that's the other AFC, no, AFC East team. I just made Joe. Anyway, so the, no, the big story here was pretty much. I was much... making Joe with Cam Newton, Josh Allen, same person. Oh right, because you made the comparison yeah, before, and it went right over my head like, yeah. whoo, as I'm making a motion over my head. Anyway, no, so the Pouts, the Pouts' biggest downfall was pressure because when Mahomes was put under pressure, he didn't play very well, but from a clean pocket, he threw the ball very well. 16 for 22, 208 yards, two touchdowns. The Hoyer was terrible through. Two interceptions, and then and then no, they put it. No, I'm sorry, Hoyer was terrible, and him also, as we mentioned in the. In the 49 Eagles 49ers game, they brought in Jared Jared Stidman, Stidham. Never heard of the guy in my life. Jared Stidham, third string quarterback. He wasn't any better through two interceptions, and that was it. Chiefs took 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 care of football, and then the uh, 
Packers, Falcons. Actually, we predicted a, an upset last week. We were very close to predicting an upset last week. Packers took care of business. Rodgers continues to roll. Back to your Eagles point. Yeah, we've we'll, we'll covered the Packers. Let's like, finish with this. Rodgers come up a gajillion times. Yeah, they're part yeah. of the four football teams. That's they've okay. been covered. Same thing with the Chiefs. But, um, Eagles, the Eagles and Niners quick over here. First of all, I, I don't care. I don't care if your defense is is Deion Sanders, um, I don't know, Richard Sherman, you know, um, Ed Reed. Get the well, Ronnie Lott. Aaron Donald, Lawrence Taylor. Where's Ronnie Lott? Ronnie Lott. Lott. Oh, Ronnie Lott. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know what I'm saying? Now, I don't care what I don't care if that's your defense. I don't care if you have Jerry Rice and Antonio Brown and Julio Jones and you have you have uh, you have what's gone you got Gronk and you have and Who's you have, Gronk? I thought he, he isn't he partying still in like Cancun. Arizona. No? A big hurricane in Cancun right now. Yeah, I but, hope he's not partying in Cancun. Hundred fifty mile per hour winds over there. Oh, a bunch of deaths. So good. <laughs> Hopefully not. <laughs> You're obsessed with death. Anyway, kind of no, about but this. the point is, so yeah, <laughs> even if you have that, Carson Wentz should never be nine point underdogs to, to Nick Mullins. I, I don't care if literally the, the the Eagles are playing with a with a bunch of JCFL guys and the the aforementioned the defense, defense. How in the world? The amount of references to JCFL today is overwhelming. How in the world? Over under ten. Is, we should go back and how check. How is Nick Mullins nine point favorites to Carson Wentz? I don't understand it. It makes zero sense to me. It didn't make any sense. There are nine-point underdogs to the Carson, Carson Wentz. is not good. That's why. He's not nine-point underdogs to Nick Mullins. No, so Nick Mullins is not good either. And uh, well, you, this isn't like I don't like the Eagles and Niners. I wrote them up. The, 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 the Niners were, were, were my favorite. The number one on the uh, ten-and-a-half win total. My favorite under of the entire year. And the Eagles were second. Like, these are my two favorite under. Yeah, the Eagles the Eagles at nine. The Eagles being considered a top five, top ten team in football is absolutely insane. I do not like the Eagles at all. This when I wrote my column, only a couple teams I wrote for under. Like I, I hated the Eagles being considered a top ten team of football. But Carson Wentz should never be a nine point underdog to Nick Mullins. It's that simple. I agree. I, I don't. I did not understand. The Are you slides. giving up on Wentz though? Are you off the Wentz train already? Are you giving up on him? Um, I, don't, I was never on to be to, to have to jump off. I know, but but what is jump on now? Well. Oh, no, that was the Oregon Powers. Are we are we giving up? Are <laughs> the we, Powers of the Oregon. Like I said, this is a guy that was in the MV, was in the running for MVP second year of his career, but ever since then has just regressed and regressed and regressed. Do you think that will right. continue to be the case? Well, I think he's just like the Josh Allen, Cam Newton. I mean, Allen could be different. We don't know about Allen, but he's like the Cam Newton prototype, where like he just has these bunch of big plays. He's athletic, so like he, like he, all these big plays. If he's like a little bit accurate in a given year, he can end up putting the MVP type numbers. But like he can, he's he never gonna be a consistent player. And he and he did that, yeah. And the same thing with Newton. Like, he had that season. Like, yeah, could, could he pull it off again? I guess it's in him. But, like, he's just so inaccurate. He's never going to consistently lead the Eagles drive after drive after drive full season long to be able to bring lead them to the Super Bowl. Yeah, I guess giving him Pope Bill once Belichick in that gave up in the middle of the game last night. Oh, yeah? That's, a, that's what it literally looked like. In the middle of the game, he just gave up. He's like, you know, it was like fourth and whatever. That's and why they like, brought in Jer- By the way, he's trying to pull everything out of his sleeve. Jared, yeah, no, Jarrett Bitham. Oh. What is this guy's he's name? By the way, we're gonna Stidham, we're gonna Stidham, have to be Stidham, Stidham. Stidham, we're gonna have to become very familiar with this man. Yeah, if Cam Newton's to miss more time, Brian Horner. Anyway, Cam that'll wrap it up. Back. That'll wrap it up for us. We gotta go. So that'll wrap it up for us. Thank you for listening. I'm sure Thank this was this was probably the most insightful podcast yet. Yeah, if you didn't Ma- learn anything, remember, if you didn't you learn, about, that if you didn't learn you... about the magic of the NFL, then you never will. <laughs> the magic of the mustache. This the magic is your of last the organs, chance. The magic of the ketchup and saying it's it's over. Please subscribe. We'll have uh, we'll have uh, we'll have you back Thursday night. Hopefully, we'll have Thursday, Bob back Thursday Friday. night. We'll be a little more. For the serious. sake of the viewers, you guys are hoping that I'm not back, but. But yeah, I'd be back. <laughs> I highly doubt that's true. Don't be hard on yourself. Anyway, so I think Can't we'll have him back. <laughs> <laughs> we have to cut that. One. Hopefully, we'll have. 
we'll, hopefully we'll have Bob. Hopefully it was too low of a tone for anyone to hear. So we'll have Bob back on Thursday night. Hopefully we'll preview in week five of the NFL. Until um, then, subscribe. Till then, follow us on Twitter, on Instagram, at Rocky and Meisty. The you number to reach... a high score in this uh, game. <laughs> the, the, the number to reach us out to is 810 990 